This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I am your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. This week's episode is focused in on mind mapping. The following is a conversation I had with Steve Dotto and Mike Vardy on one of our last weekly productivity powerhouse or semi-bi-weekly, however many we did. Anyway, we did a bunch of them, but mind mapping was one of the topics that we talked about one of the last times that we talked. And so you may be wondering, okay, so what is mind mapping? How can you use it? What scenarios is it best used for? And the answer to that is that essentially mind mapping or a mind map is basically a diagram that connects the information around a central subject. In other words, it's almost a version of writing out that great idea on a cocktail napkin where you draw the central circle and then things stem off that and then things stem off of that. And it kind of puts everything in perspective. It's it's a very good tool for me specifically when it comes to brainstorming or doing a brain dump about a specific topic. For example, if I were to say, hey, here's a here's a conversation about mind mapping. Here's how am I going to plan out my podcast episode about mind mapping and mind mapping is in the center as a circle and then off of that comes different ideas as to what. So you you get the point. But anyway, we're going to dive deep into it and talk about it. The most valuable piece of this episode comes down to two things. Number 1 is we list off a bunch of different mind mapping software tools. And that is invaluable. So you'll want to make sure you head on over to the show notes for this episode to find that list because that way you can cut through the chase of having to do a bunch of the Googling the word mind map and software and all the combinations to to get to something that you would try out. And we even give some recommendations as to where we would start if we were going to start doing mind mapping. The second piece that is invaluable in this episode, which by the way, the show notes are at beyondthetodolist.com slash 145. The second valuable piece is to hear different scenarios and different workflows for using a mind map or how mind mapping can be best used in terms of creativity or the creative process in terms of creating something and then taking it from the ideation phase where mind mapping is essentially helpful into the implementation phase. So listen for those two things. And before we get into that conversation, I want to say thank you to AWeber for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. AWeber's got some really cool stuff in terms of creation. If you are in the online space at all or looking to get into that, you know that creating your first Facebook ad or YouTube video or you have this really great idea for an online course, it can be hard to get started. Often what you need is something to walk you through step-by-step and or inspire you to get you moving and motivated. 
or both. AWeber has created an awesome resource for you to go get one inspired, two motivated, and three educated because it can be intimidating to turn a passion or a hobby into a career. AWeber has created this great resource for you to get started with these basic starting tasks like creating your first YouTube video getting your first 50 subscribers, recording your first podcast episode even. All you need to do to go check out this free resource and get inspired and motivated and started is to go to aweber.com slash to-do. That's A-W-E-B-E-R dot com slash to-do. Go check it out. It's a bunch of free videos and content to, again, get you started. Aweber.com slash to do. Check it out. Get motivated. Get started. Go. Do either of you use a dedicated mind mapping tool still? Um, on iOS, <clears throat> I've got MindNode. So I use that. So I've been using that between both. But there's, I thought, I, I, there's so many good ones out there that, like, I thought SHE is another great one that I use. But MindNode is the one I use. It's OSX only, but there's lots of them out there. There's MindMeister. There's um, what's the one that uh, Mind Mama? What's the one I have then? There's XMind. There is uh, oh, the one that's expensive that that I've used quite a bit. That Mind uh, Meister. MindMeister. You said Meister that. Task. <laughs> no, there's there's another one. I'll have to look it up. MindJet. MindJet. That's the one. Well, that's the expensive. Uh, Mind yeah, Jet. MindJet's the expensive one. There are a lot of, I mean, and I still, I mean, there, I still occasionally use uh, paper to mind map as well. So as you would expect, Steve. Shock and surprise. So, you know, but there, there are lots of really great mind mapping tools out there. So I think what, a, what we, I wanted to get today was not just the tools you use, but like, how do you mind map? Do you use it? You know, in what instances is it beneficial? Those kind of things. Mind. Okay. So let me clarify something real quick. Mind node is actually not just uh, Mac only. It isn't okay. It Good. syncs to it iOS, so th- and, and that's yeah. why I, I that's the one I have, and I don't need another one. But I also do the uh, paper thing. Like if, if I'm doing a like I want to sit and I'll, I'll have a legal pad, I'll turn it sideways and I'll draw with my hands. And no, my note I like because if I have one already created, I can open it through iCloud on phone or on my iPad and. Tactile, semi-tactile. Tactile is not a word. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you see what I'm saying. But well, I know, I know that my note is is for both iOS and Mac. But it's not. Uh, there are so many out there that are also web. You know, like XMind is one, and FreeMind. Those are ones yeah. that people will use if they are they're using a Windows machine. So I wanted. I didn't leave the Windows crew out of the crowd. So yeah, my note. I thoughts was the king of the king of the castle for a long time on so? uh, on iOS. Oh yeah, yeah. At it least was. it was one of the first ones. So it, it kind of was. Because you could you know. export as an OPML file, which means you could bring it into a certain task management application, so you could break it down to smaller tasks if you wanted to. So there was there was it had that going for. It. But when guys like David Sparks, who are real big mind mappers, start to shift over to MindNode, people start to pay attention. So MindNode is the one that I use primarily at this point. Do you use mind maps at all, Steve? I do. I used to use MindJet a lot, and I used to use mind maps a lot when I was doing complete shows. When I was doing the TV shows, we worked kind of exclusively in a mind mapping area, and I always looked for something that would export out. For a time, I had the discipline, and I was doing so many talks that I was using mind maps and then exporting them into Keynote 
and use them as a basis for that. And I think that's really one of the keys to mind maps is, is if you can use it to outline different projects and then export them into others. But, you know, right now for me, mind mapping is because I do everything on my own, even though I should be doing it, I tend to just use, I just tend to do it in Evernote. You know, just doing it point form in Evernote, or sometimes even just using a tool like Keynote and make them much more linear. Uh, but y- if you think about a tool like Keynote, even though it's not a pure mind map, if you make a series of slides, each slide with a different uh, a different emphasis or a different topic, and then you've got all your subpoints within the slides. You don't have the links between the slides, but for the sort of you know for videos or for presentations, it tends to work pretty well. So, and, but I do like the mind mapping tools. They just there just seems to be, for me, a bit of a disconnect between them and where the rubber meets the road. They seem theoretical, and then and then when I actually get into doing practice, that's where it breaks for me. Having said that, I did a demo a while back on a product called MindMup, which yeah, I don't know I, if either of you have looked at, which blew me away because they've got Evernote integration. It creates a world, uh, a complete mind map of all of your notes, how they're related to each other, and which notes are in which notebooks. And you can see your entire Evernote uh, install as a cluster. And it's pretty cool. It's, I, don't, I haven't found it to be useful, but it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think that when you can incorporate and integrate other applications, so whether it's a task app, whether it's Evernote, there's one called Mojio Map, but it's more of a map of your different- Oh, no, sorry, that is Mojio Map's one that does that. I'm sorry, yeah. MindMap is the is the other one that I did. See, they, they blend together. Ah, damn. Well, Mojio Map is more of a here's here's where all, here's where a map of where all your stuff lives. MindMap is definitely a let's create some mind maps of, like, just from scratch, whereas Mojio Map grabs, like, things from Dropbox right. and Evernote it's, and all that stuff. It's Mojio Map that does it. So, yeah. so but I think the the idea of mind mapping and i i just did a workshop recently where people were saying hey you know what um someone wanted to take their mind maps and import them into a task management application and that gets tricky because not a lot of them do that you have to actually physically move the stuff over Uh, i like to use mind maps for things like talks so if i'm doing a talk i will put the central topic there and then i will flesh out a talk in in mind map form well um that's David what I was Robinson, get to. Yeah, David Robinson from the Spurs. That's one of the things he does. Like uh, he when he goes and does keynotes, he actually doesn't even write out his talks anymore. He just does it in iThoughts, writes out, puts it on his iPad or iPhone, and then just goes out, go, uses that as his kind of his triggers. Right. Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search. Just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch that busy work. Instead, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. I wish I had Indeed when I was in the hiring process in roles in the past because it is a slow, arduous headache of a process to find the right people. Or, at least it used to be, join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to find and hire great talent fast. In fact, in the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash to-do list. Just go to Indeed.com slash to-do list right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash to-do list. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, let's, so let's do that. Let's use that as a jumping off point here, because mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people, they think, oh, mind mapping. It's just writing stuff down in a in, and it's for people who think differently, not in the Apple way, but in the they think visually versus in list form. And, yeah, that's part of it. But that's not really what it's be- well, that's again, that's not what it's one of its best uses, but that's one of its uses. But what other re- why would in other words, why? Here's the question. Why? mind map versus any other way what's it good for what's a mind map good for for what you mike were just talking about in terms of you use it for presentations mm-hmm. i think it's great for creation and starting to it, it's a different form of capture for me it it's kind of a it's kind of a directed capturing and creating kind of hybrid for me is where if I know, okay, the central topic is this big circle in the middle. And then I've got, you know, three circles that come off of that and they're not necessarily prioritized. There's hierarchy, but there's not prioritization or order. And then you, you add things and you can move them around um, especially with digital tools to do this. So, you know, you've got your central thesis, you've got your three main points, then you've got your stories that stem off that, and you can kind of move them all around. And for me, that gives me that enough of a structure to keep me moving forward and organizing what it is I'm trying to create versus uh, just a list and feeling like I'm already locked into a format or a a sequence, if you will. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, <clears throat> yep. totally, totally. I think another way that that you can use them, I, I don't really, I mean, that's my primarily way, my primary way of using my maps is, is to build talks, but you can do it for, um, again, course building. So you could say, hey, I want, here's my course and here are the different topics that I want to mm-hmm. kind of uh, use. And then you can then from there create childs from that. But another one is uh, Scrivener, which is the writing tool that a lot of people will use. They have a tool called Scapple. Yes. Which is a mind mapping tool that you can then. It and it sounds like something that you should have an ointment for. Right? It does. It sounds like a little bit of a rash or a disease. It, it does. It does. It's, it's, back. But, but what it does is it basically allows you to get your ideas out. And then what you could do is then import them into Scrivener. So that way you could create your book, your stories, whatever you want. Blog. You could even do it for blog posts if you wanted to. Uh, right into Scrivener. So it's it's a way to outline. I'll, Mike, oh. I'm glad you brought that up because that is a really good use of mind mapping prior to in the creation process and then importing it into specifically the writing process. I love that. I'm going to have to use that. Consider, yeah, I, it, consider it stolen. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a great tool. And if you're already using a tool like Scrivener, which some people would be if they're using it for you know writing longer form books or for mm-hmm. blog posts, this would be a great way to to do it because what you can do is is create your your 
your maps out. And I mean, this, the, the cool thing about it is if you're writing a book, Scrivener is often not the final destination. If you're dealing with a publisher, you have to then get it to a word file and all that stuff, but you could still write the book inside of Scrivener. So your mind map would start with Scra- Scapple, uh, then it would go to Scrivener and then it would end up in, in windows. And yes, Scapple is a terrible name. I will be, it, isn't, it, it's, it's brutal, but it, isn't it, there a mind mapping or maybe I'm thinking of the pinboarding thing that's in built inside of that, that's the, 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 the Scrivener the, has that. Yeah. yeah, the, it, It's the cork board. Right, yeah, right. That's why yeah. I love Scrivener. Scrivener, yeah. I think, is the most. If you are a, any sort of a writer, Scrivener is probably the the tool you should be. If you don't know about it, you should spend time with it. I mean, Ulysses has been needing its lunch lately because Ulysses is already in iOS, and a lot of people have moved from Scrivener to Ulysses because of that. But I've not seen the need to yet. I've not been so you know. I must work on my iPad <laughs> or my <laughs> iPhone to get this done. So forget you, Scrivener. I mean, I'm a big believer. In, you know, the one tools I have, the tools I always have to experiment with are tools like mind mapping software, are tools like my task managers, just so I can keep up to speed with the kind of stuff I teach. But I don't need to change my writing tools every, you know, three months because there's a hot new feature that one has. So for me, I stick with the same tools there so I can focus on my energy on learning the other stuff. So Scrivener is one of those hidden products. It's it's from the company called Literature and lattes. Yep. It's a very strange place to find it. It's not mainstream anywhere. You can find it in the Apple Store, etc. Uh, but it's it's S-C-R-I-V-N-E-R. Scrivener is the app. But you know, here, here's one thing I'm hearing, which is a truth that's come from both of you. The issue with mind mapping, the issues with mind mapping are thus, that it's fine for noodling out ideas, but the, we're kind of jealous of our content being trapped in a format like a mind map. And because now we use data in so many different ways, once we enter, we just expect to be, once we enter data into our system, for it to be valuable through the entire process. We all, whatever your mind mapping strategy is, you have to find an egress for the data out of the mind mapping software into the whatever tool is your ultimate delivery tool. Is that fair? Yeah, I, th- I mean, yeah. I think so. I think that a mind map is not, uh, I think, it, again, like how my approach is, is I use it as the starting point and even carrying the carrier of the ideas to the point where I'm ready to fully start designing or implementing or making it a fully formed thing. So, yeah. See, the yeah. only time I use it now is team is, is, is a management tool when I'm working with a team. So it's, it replaces a whiteboard as you know, as far as for sitting down, putting ideas down and because typically we're working virtually now. So you need something like that in order to share the idea. So for me, it's the, it's, it's the, uh, it's in the concept of working with a team, pulling ideas together and then coming out of it. And many of the, and many of the better mind mapping tools have assignments out of it where you can create tasks directly within the mind map as you're creating it. So it's, it's, they work really well on that aspect. I think that like we had people that are using, so there are some like with task management, this is where it gets a little bit interesting because a lot of people, they, the, a lot of the mind mapping tools don't export to task managers per se. They're very tricky for that kind of thing. Asana has one called the, uh, an integration called Digispoke, which allows you to take your uh, tasks into a mind map. So you could have, you could go that way if you want. It doesn't work the other way, which I don't find terribly useful, but there is a tool called, we talked about MindMeister initially, and what it does is MindMeister is mind mapping, and then there's Meister Task, which allows you to take your mind maps and put them into an agile 
kind of uh, platform. So if you're, you're a Trello user, uh, you can take your mind maps and then put them into uh, an agile format, which would be great for things like, as we're seeing in the chat, blogging, uh, team-based stuff you could use that for, I guess. But you could also use it for, you know, again, for course creation, for just general task management. So, I mean, there are, the great thing about productivity and workflows is that if you are more of a visual type of, of a person and you want to use mind maps to get things out of your head and and, and mm-hmm. that's where you see things best but then you want to get them into a, 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 a format that gives you a better chance to execute on them because mind maps don't necessarily do that uh, at least not for me and, and for some people it could be tricky to look all over the place for this stuff getting them into like kind of an agile you know, format or formula is, is beneficial. Mind, um, you know, Meister, Mind Meister and Meister Task, that healthy combination will let you do that. So if you're sitting down on a plane talking to somebody, the fellow sitting next to you or the woman sitting next to you, 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 for some reason, as often happens on flights, our conversation goes to mind mapping. And they are new to mind mapping. Oh, yeah. And they're well, new like to mind you mapping. Do. Like you do. Yeah. It happens all the time. It's like that classic case you know, sitting on a plane, talking, mind mapping, and they're new to it. And they say, what should I start with? What do you guys recommend? Like if, if we were, to, if, if our community here, if they haven't done, like I see Mitch is in that he, he's interested. Mitch mm-hmm. is a blogger, puts out a high volume of work. Where does he start? What's he's what's, also a lawyer. So yeah. Yeah. So, so talk so slowly. Sorry, Mitch. Bernard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I had to. Wouldn't he, wouldn't he charge by the hour? What do you want to talk? As oh, oh yeah. Possible? You want to talk fast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not use Mitch as an example because he's going to buy the most expensive because they have nothing but money. So MindJet is the one for him because it's two hundred and sixty dollars like a day to use. No, I, you know what? He, I would I would suggest that if you're going to start with mind mapping, that you start with one that's you know that's easiest to use. You know, so one that because some of them can get like task managers, yeah, and for and or free uh, because I mean some of them are like I've do, I've dove into some that. You know, like a task app, you're like, it, it overloads you with all the functionality. And they're like, okay, you know, all I want to do is get a, a, a main point out and then add some, add some ch- children to it. And that's about it. And so you want to have a tool that I would say allows for export for sure, because then you can get out of it if you need to into something that you're, you're, you're feeling comfortable with. So Excel, um, I, I would say, I would say probably a great place to start would be something like FreeMind or XMind. Because Ooh. if you're on Windows or Mac, it gives you that capability. Plus, it's web-based, so it allows you to use it wherever you want initially. And just start with something small. You know, don't do it like do it for maybe one one you know one project or something, and make it. And then that's what I would do. Is I would I would start there, and then if you find that it's something that you want to get more into, and I guess my uh, Mindmeister is also web-based too, isn't it, Eric? I think yeah. Mindmeister. Yeah, Mindmeister is. So yeah. MindMeister comes out of Germany, I think, which is almost the home of mind mapping. They teach it in the high schools. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, for MindMeister, it is the pricing is for ba- basic is free. You know what? Yeah. I mean, that you know, I would, I would almost start there. That in fact, you know, I, the the thing is, once you get the problem with with any of these tools, and we've seen this across the board, is free doesn't give you any exporting. Person lets you export to Mind Manager or XMind. You don't get, and that's thirty six bucks for six months. Sixty bucks for six months. Well, I mean, that's pretty. That's that's the pro level. That gives you exports to DocX and PowerPoint. So that gives you that capability. Um, but if you've got Meister, once you add Meister tasks to the mix, if you decide to do that, then you've got this task task management application you can export to. So I mean, again, it's it's. I would start just in in either 
X mind, free mind, or, or maybe mind, uh, mind meister. And what I would say to somebody that's a, a heavy duty writer, like if you're doing a lot of blogging, is I would sit down and look at how just how vested I am in my process if I was willing to learn something new. And I would take a good hard look at the whole um, the whole Scrivener yeah. uh, path, yeah. You know, because because that Scrivener becomes a tool, much like Evernote that you live in. That 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 basically becomes all things to you because of the flexibility of the courting metaphor and it, it, how it manages your data. And Mitch has a good question: Is mind mapping software for everyone? No, I mean some people really. No. I mean, there are things you can do. Like I mean, I've sat in mind mapped and decided, no, I don't want to put this into a piece of software. So I've just went into I've used Scannable, taken a picture of the thing, and put it into Evernote and and yeah. gone there. So there's and that when option too. And it's your creation process. I can't tell you how many times when we were back, when we were doing, showing monolithic apps, when I would show Microsoft Word, and I would show people the outline processor and how that can be used to start the creating of a creation of a document and then flesh it out. They're going, oh, man, I never imagined that that was there because they, all they do is write. You know, it's there. They, there's lots of different ways for us to get to our end goal as far as the creation of our content. Mind mapping is is a good one, and if you if you've got lots of projects, if you've got lots of stuff in that phase where you where you want to visualize your ideas, it's awesome. But you know, frankly, if you if you're a Trello aficionado, you probably don't need it because you've got Trello. Trello gives you a visual representation of all of your ideas and all of your tasks. It, but you, it, you use but those tools in those spaces. But that's a linear look, though, right? Like I think that if you yes if you, and no. The fact is those cards can move around. What it doesn't have is it doesn't have the linkages between the cards necessarily. The thing about mind maps for me is not necessarily the relationship between the elements is the fact that you can create uh, child links. You know, where you can create a second path down from one, one thought. Like if you, if you're planning a project and you're booking a hotel venue uh, that you're, you're doing a, you know, you've got another one that says dates. You can cross, you can cross link those two, those those two elements as you're planning out the the activities or that sort of stuff and creating child links to multiple different aspects. Does that make yeah? You all get me. Anybody that uses mind map knows what I'm talking about. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of suggestions that we're seeing. You know, like real time board, Coggle it. You're not going to find a shortage of tools. It's a matter of what are you going to use it for? Like, what's the intention behind it? If you're only right. going to use it for things like presentations, great. Like, if you want to have one that exports to PowerPoint. Because that's what you want. If you're using it for presentations and you want to make sure you can export it, so you could use it for slides, go with go with one that allows for that. You know, pick. You know, if you want to use it for writing, then maybe yeah, maybe go with a with a combination of you know, Meister, ta- MindMeister, and Meister tasks, so that that is strictly for blogging or course creation. If that's what you want to use, or if you want to use it for longer form writing like Scaffold and Scrivener, you could do that as well. I think again with all, with all these tools, it's intention because. If if you pick a tool just for the sake of picking a tool, then you know it, it, you you end up saying, "Well, am I in the right tool at all?" So figure out what, why you want to use it, and then pick the tool that's going to serve that purpose and, and, and allow you to prosper with it. We had a question earlier uh, that I think fits in here. Jeff C says, "What's the easiest way to share uh, mind maps with teams?" And you know, it depends on if you're collaborating in real time or in delayed time, or if it's just a, Hey, I've finished the mind map. You export it out as a PDF and just email it to them. Yep. It depends on what you're doing, but most of these I think are going to, and for example, I know that, uh, what's it called? I know that mind, what is it mind. called? Mind, mind node. Uh, I can export out the file and if somebody else has the same software, they can open it right up and, 
work. Well, and, and, I, and, open a, I, I want to open a can of worms here then. Most well. of these can do this, though, I think. Well, yeah, Meister, uh, MindMeister has Dropbox, Google Drive. Like, I mean, you can see them in almost any – in fact, I think even in Google Drive, some people actually create mind maps inside of Google Drive. Some people do yes. that as well. Yes. So, I mean, th- there are there are that, that – there is that as well. And in a team environment – uh, since we're so Slack oriented on on this panel, Test Leo, which is another bad name, and Lucid Chart are both integrated with Trello uh, with um, with uh, Slack mm-hmm. as options in those spaces. Now I haven't so, tested so, any of them. So is MindMeister. MindMeister has uh, has Slack integration as well. It does. So, there yeah. you go. I don't want to open up a can of worms on on for for what we do at Productivityist, but I really wish there was a tool like what Brett Terpstra did for text text editors for iOS, where it said, "Here are all the things that you can do with a mind mapping tool," and show like the different categories. Like, does it have Google Drive support? Yes, no. Can you export it to this, that, whatever? Mind maps. Even though we have three productivity small G gods sitting here in the room, <laughs> and, oh, um, and, and none of us use them really that Diva. much. Let's go with Diva. Indeed. But even though we love the technology, we haven't necessarily found a way that it's in trend. Like if you took mind mapping away from all of us today, we wouldn't shed that. I don't know about that. No. Okay, that's just you, Mike. No. Eric and I wouldn't shed a tear. Would you shed a tear, Eric? I, I would not cry for you, Argentina. There no. we go. From what Mike said earlier, I mean, honestly, I hadn't used mind mapping in a while, but I think based on this conversation, for the output of organizing ideas for writing and for presentations, I'm about to start doing it a lot more. So, So, are you ready to mind map? Since this recording, I actually have done some mind maps, and I can tell you that it does help to get it out in front of you in some way, digitally, tangibly, to just get it out of your head and start to move the pieces around so you can play with it. Head on over to beyondthetodolist.com slash 145 for the list of mind mapping resources that we have listed there. As well as, hey, while you're there, share it out on Twitter, Facebook, etc. That if you like the show. And not only that, head on over to aweber.com slash to do. That's A W E B E R.com slash to do. And head on over there to their resource to get started with these tasks that you know you need to be doing. Maybe you've already started some of the other things in terms of your online passions or hobbies that you want to do a little bit more with and maybe even get paid for at some point. But you don't know how to start some of the other things you haven't dipped your toes into yet. That's exactly what this resource is best for. This video series is going to help you do some of those things like create your first Facebook ad or your first YouTube video, design your first shareable images, record even your first podcast episode. You got to go check it out at aweber.com slash to do. Start watching those videos and learning and getting inspired and doing. Take action. Thanks again for listening. I am your host, Eric Fisher, and I will see you next episode. Beyond the To-Do List is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.